0: Not only just finishing a task, but a task that you are passionate about finishing. Exactly. So that's what, yeah. I mean, if you can find a job, a career that you you love and are interested in, then trust me, finishing those tasks, you will stay up all night to finish those tasks.
1: It's true. And actually, we're about to go live now. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Creative Maestro, the platform where creators come to collaborate. I am extremely honored because we have via global satellites, like not just, (laughs) we have Mr. Miles Addy from London, who is a professional cameraman and photographer. And he's just going to share some inspiration and vision with us. I can't wait. Miles, how are you, sir?
0: Yeah, all good. Don't be honored by my presence at all. I'm just glad you um, invited me onto your platform. That intro is really good, by the way. I feel like you might need to make one for me. I don't don't know. It was it was that good. Oh, thank you. And I and
1: I can't take too much credit because I actually uh, purchased it on Video Hive. I'm not I'm not that skilled yet, so Mm -hmm. it's it's a template.
0: Love it. It (laughs) Really good.
1: Absolutely. So. You know how how are things how has corona impacted you and could you give a little background about yourself as well
0: yeah everything is okay um i guess i'll start with the background of myself um uh, my name is miles Eddie. Uh, i'm 26 i tend to forget but i need to get <laughs> getting a little bit older these days but i'm 26 um i'm a freelancer i've been in this freelance game for about five years now ever since i went to university or college um and I've just been, yeah, I've just always had the drive and a passion to not really work for someone else and just kind of make it on my own and do my own thing, be my own boss. Um, and I was just looking for the right thing to do in with that mindset. Um, so I, I, you know, fell into becoming a videographer. I studied broadcast journalism at university, uh, which is a lot of like TV news and involved all of that kind of stuff. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I worked at, um, I say worked at not free freelance. I freelanced at the the most notable place. I freelanced doing broadcast journalism was at, uh, Thomson Reuters. Okay. Um, yeah, so that was a great experience, great experience, but I found it very difficult to break in, um, for many different reasons from my age, which was a weird one because mm-hmm. they have, a they have a lot of older people there who are really holding onto their seat and not trying to give up their seat for anyone younger. And for some reason, that that company in particular weren't really trying to blood in the youth like that as much as other places are. Um, And another one, obviously because of, because of the hue. So, (laughs) right. You know? Yeah. So
1: So that's very interesting. So it seems as if they're, you know, you know to use the, a football term they're not uh reinjecting youth into the to the squad it's kind of like they're, they, they're, they're they're afraid really of they're afraid of innovation I, I have no, I don't understand that because when you and I, I have to give credit to Sir Alex when you blend the youth with experience that's where brilliance comes out of so you get to have the experience and wisdom and then you have the youthful you know energy talent and that hunger to get better and I'm just like guys that's a that's a Molotov cocktail of excellence
0: yeah i mean if you can use some of the people who are there who have all the wisdom and give that to the youth who wouldn't have anyone else then you just end up creating this great person at an earlier age and then the cycle just goes on and on and on and they're teaching the next generation so it's a very weird model over there you know it is what it is (laughs) (laughs) but um as far as corona is concerned um yeah, it was it was um, it was a tough start. It was a tough start. Um, I'd say about I mean I, I was saying to my friends about that eighty percent of my work was gone. I'll be real, I'll say ninety-five percent of my work.
1: Ninety-five. My goodness.
0: Ninety five percent of my work disappeared as soon as this corona thing hit. Wow. Only because being self employed, you know, you go out and get your work. Doing what I do, I have to go and film the stuff to be able to bring stuff back to edit. Right. Um, the way things work. In this videography game is that more time um you you don't really get given edits because if someone has gone and filmed it more than likely they're going to go and edit it right that makes sense absolutely So you, more often than not especially in london you will end up completing a project you end up filming it and editing because you know there's a lot of competition for those projects but if you've been given the opportunity to film it you're going to want to take it home and and you know finish off the project um so with that everything went everything just disappeared all the work
1: yeah i can imagine and i feel like a lot of that work was football related as well
0: yeah mainly football related with yeah everything i've got going on so you know it was a lot of travelling um in the country um travelling all to, to the man united games i don't live in manchester i live in london right and manchester to London, for anyone who doesn't know, is a five-ish hour drive. Yes. Um, yeah, so we do that every time. I say we do that, it's like it's, it's a split journey. I kind of take a train to meet the other boys, and then from there we do about three and a half hours to Manchester, but we've done it so often, so often that we're just so used to it now. It's unreal how used to it we are.
1: I know, right? And it's I'm not gonna lie, it's incredibly and admirable so i have to shout out you know flex and josh as well like er everyone involved with the united stand i mean you guys are completely consistent so that that's really cool to you know look at and admire
0: Mm, i appreciate it thank you very much so it's a lot of hard work imagine it's not just five hours there we've got to do it back as well
1: exactly the round trip that's just oh man you know
0: more often than not in the same night so
1: absolutely that's yeah that's 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 a lot of work so out of curiosity, what is it like being a professional freelance photographer and cameraman in London?
0: Um, I don't know if professional is the word, only because you know, I don't work for a company or anything because I work for myself. I don't see myself as professional. I guess the work I put out maybe people would say is professional, but I I don't know I wouldn't go around and say I'm a professional this or a professional that I'm just a freelancer who makes videos really I think the fact that I'm not working for a company makes me not put that title on myself That's which true. might be which might be downgrading my my skills but I don't know it's just not a word I've ever associated with myself but um you know being a self-employed videographer editor photographer I love it man it's it's, it's everything it's everything I hoped it would be it's everything I wanted to do. It's more hard work than I thought was going to be. Um, and, you know, the more you kind of climb in this world, I thought the more I climb, the less hard work I'd have to do.
1: You always stick there, right?
0: The more I really <laughs> thought <laughs> I, I could pass it on to someone younger or someone learning or whatever, but man, you've once you get to the next step, you meet a whole nother rung of people who are also striving for their dreams. So you've got all these great, contacts but they're all pushing themselves and you've got to push yourself with them as well and then you know this you know you've been you've been privileged enough to have a door open for you and now be among this circle right but that circle are not trying to stay where they are that circle are trying to get through that next door which is also the door that you told yourself you were trying to get to but you thought but i thought now that i'm i've gone up a level where i can relax and it'll be easier and maybe i can <laughs> give someone else my work but you know life life proves different and tells you that no the work gets harder the higher you climb which is something that i really really didn't know and was a shock to me
1: yeah that that's completely fair and and like you said along that journey you're gonna come in contact with a lot of interesting people and some hopefully that you can consider mentors
0: oh yeah big time oh there's so many people that i i'm fortunate enough to know and you know, every once in a while, somewhat, you know, we have some really big, some big, um, uh, sporting channels, which I'm, I'm not sure a lot of Americans may know, but one in particular called Sky Sports, we have like BBC, which everyone would know. Yeah. Um, every once in a while, maybe one of their journalists or one of their presenters will give me a follow on Instagram. And it's like, wow. Like, yeah, it's like, you know, it's, 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 um, it's, it's, <laughs> i I, i'm remembering the last person who followed me who was a sky sports presenter a woman and you know i was so i was quite taken aback by it so i gave them a message just saying oh um hey because i knew who they were you know saying i loved your work love your work blah 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 she was like oh yeah um this person um um who's a mutual friend of ours told me about you and said you're a really great videographer and said we should work together so I've got a project for you after this corona stuff and I was like wow yes that's what I'm talking about so yeah so things like that man so like you know like I was saying something like this comes up and it's like damn I've got to work harder now of of course do you know what I mean I I now have to put in that extra work um so yeah yeah that's 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 how this game goes man yeah
1: absolutely so you brought up before about the whole situation with Corona slowing up the work. And my question is during this, let's say quarantine time, how are you staying focused and let's say get into that next level?
0: Yeah. So I've kind of work wise, I've reached out to everyone and obviously everyone, you know, who can and can't work, you know, people can't go out and film stuff and everything, but there have been one or two people that have been like, you know, what? I've got this that needs an edit, this that needs an edit. So we can we can do something like that again it's not a lot um but um yeah like staying motivated i i've really been using this time to i've had this conversation with a few people because i've been i've been doing a lot of stuff people have seen i've been doing a lot on my instagram putting out a lot of content and that's just because when the world is normal I'm not really able to do that. I'm only able to really do work for the clients that I'm working for. And what I noticed that is that just constantly doing work for clients was kind of stagnating me a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like I had a certain level of skills that weren't really being pushed and tested because the people I was working for really liked my level of work. So I never really felt I had to push myself, right. but then I've always admired other videographers who are doing bigger things and have the opportunity to kind of practice and just do bigger things. And I've literally never, in like three years, I've not had the time to rest and really develop my skills because the work has come in really consistently, which is amazing. So I kind of sat back and looked at life and thought, I don't think my progress was as much as I wanted it to be within the last few years. Right. so I thought damn okay I've got this time I'm not making any money but I'm at home no one can really drive around so my car payment like I'm not paying f- for petrol and things like that so I'm at home and not being hit so hard financially so I thought okay cool let me go on YouTube go through all my tutorials that I've watched in the past and watch some more advanced ones and through doing that I've learned some skills that I I've always wanted to do and never could do. Awesome. I hit, I hit up some of my favorite cre- uh, content creators, just asking them how they did certain things, and they pointed me in the direction of certain tutorials and things like that. And through that, I've been able to make some more content. And I feel like once this whole thing is over, the aim is to be able to kind of hit the ground running with a lot more skills and a lot more to offer my clients and potential new clients because like I was saying before you have to work harder to to maintain your position and to keep going. So I'm working hard now while this period is here, which is slightly a blessing in disguise oh, for me yes. personally, work-wise. Mm-hmm. So I feel like if I if I push and you know continue learning things that I didn't know and things I always wanted to learn, then I can come out the other side just ready to just kill it really
1: absolutely just dominate right <laughs>
0: big time
1: like vintage united style i mean that that's <laughs> that's what i love though because it's it's people taking time to be introspective with themselves focus mm-hmm. on themselves more be you know focus on self-growth which i feel like is the most important thing especially now when you have the time and space and you just have the ability to you know, amplify what you already have, like you're saying. So even yeah. me myself, like I, I've been able to, you know, also reach out to content creators as well. I have to reach out. I have to shout out Terry from the Football Terrace. He's the mm-hmm. one who put me on Streamyard, and and things like that. So just adding all these things to the repertoire, spending more time in you know Adobe Illustrator or Premiere Pro. And that was actually going to be my my follow up question for you. What is your your go to editing software?
0: Uh, I'm I'm an I'm an ad- Adobe diehard. Oh yes. Um, so I'm a I'm a Premiere Pro guy. I always started off with Premiere Pro, um, and then you know once I kind of got to grips with Premiere Pro, just making simple videos, I I can't even say dip to toe because it wasn't even a toe, bro. I dipped a toenail <laughs> into After Effects. <laughs> you know of After Effects, I'm sure, right? Absolutely. Which is more more video effects, like real you know video effects stuff. You know, you can really make some great stuff with it. I mean, did the most basic things with it, and then was just too scared to continue. Mm. Um, I use um, for my for for photography. I use Photoshop, which I I use a little bit here and there. You know, know the basics. I was using Lightroom a lot, which is great for um, editing raw photos. So you take the photos um, as raw as possible, as flat as possible, which kind of preserves. How, how do you describe a raw photo? It it it, it allows you to tweak colors much more than a jpeg would
1: oh okay
0: because yeah because a jpeg if you take a jpeg um take a picture and it's a jpeg it automatically kind of boosts colors for you and makes the picture nice as much as possible it's almost like a quick edit
1: i did notice that on uh what was it when uh when i first got my dslr i noticed that the raw photos were was a cr2 file type
0: that's raw yeah that's a raw photo yeah yeah exactly um so when you put a jpeg into Lightroom, Lightroom, it, it, it takes it, but once you're just editing, you're basically editing an edited picture. Ah, right. It might not be the best edited picture because it's a JPEG, but you, you know, take any photo that's been edited and then try and edit over that, and then put your touch onto it. The photo's already been edited. Do you see what I'm saying? Exactly. So what um, what a RAW does is essentially it gives you a really washed out version of your image, but once you enhance those colors. The it gives you more range and more freedom. You can you can change actual colors. That um that kind of brown bookshelf behind you, I could make that blue if I wanted. Right. You know. Yeah, I could. Oh man. Okay. If, if if I took a raw image of you, I could change your skin tone completely. You know, I could do so much more. You know, so that's what raw photos um are good for. So they always say if you take a photo, shoot raw. So that you can edit, then I'll put your touch onto it, so that people know, okay, this is a signature Miles vote. This is a signature Josh vote. So,
1: yeah, a- absolutely, it's kind of like a, a digital thumbprint. That's pretty cool.
0: Exactly, exactly. So there are there are so many content creators. There's a Canadian um, content creator called Peter McKinnon who uh,
1: Peter, yes, uh, absolutely, you
0: know, yeah. yeah, exactly. Peter McKinnon. Another one called Alan Pallinder, who is a close friend of his, Peter McKinnon's. Okay, I would I check him out, um, and they have signature stamps. When you look at their photos, you're like, yeah, that's a Peter McKinnon photo. You know, you, you could really tell. So yeah, you got to, you got to really dive deep into your, into your software if you really want to kill it and put your touch on things and not just make things generic. So.
1: Yeah, it's true. And actually in, in addition to your After Effects comment, the the intro that I used the template, I actually had to edit it in After Effects. So I, I again, yeah. I put my uh, my toenail not not toe, just just the toenail just, in there a little dip, a little dip. But I definitely want to go go back in there. And what you brought mm-hmm. up is brilliant because it actually reminds me of a music producer, right? And I know you're someone who absolutely loves music and what you're doing with the Decipher channel. Could you go a little bit it. more in about that?
0: Yeah. So. Um, the desire for channel is basically uh, it's an Instagram page. It was a YouTube page, but I don't really have the kind of time and effort to put into YouTube, but it's a dedicated Instagram page that um, promotes music artists up and coming music artists all over the world and also provides information for those artists. So what I realized was that I have a lot of um, good contacts in music um one of them being my blood cousin who is a billboard number one producer wow Um, congrats him. yeah he he is behind um a lot of the bts the korean you know the korean i think they're called bts they're like massive in korea that he has like the number one out there or whatever um and he's worked with everyone everyone and anyone um so people like him you know i started um, doing making videos for some of those up and coming artists through this channel called the decipher channel wow. so basically yeah it's just to kind of promote artists um, provide give them information from some of the people that i know from the industry who can kind of just give the information that some of these people are really longing for like how do i how do i approach a label what do i say to a label how do, how do i get an agent how do i do this do this do that um so I just thought I'd do that. I don't necessarily have the knowledge, but I'm also learning on this journey as well. Mm. I'm interviewing the artists. I'm interviewing producers, A&Rs, um, <clears throat> just anyone and everyone I can get my hands on in the industry. And it's being helped by the people I already know. So they are kind of helping me meet other people and just make a success of this of this channel. So I really hope that it, it kind of takes off one day.
1: Yeah, I can tell by the visuals that it's, it's a very stimulating you know, stimulating, you know, brand, which I I can't wait to see what you guys do next. Yeah.
0: And funny with that, because I, I make the posts every day. Mm -hmm. I, I'm, I, I try to make them a few posts ahead. So I do post every day, but I'm like a few, I've made a few posts for like the next few, four or five days or whatever. Um, but also it's a blessing. It's a blessing because the decipher channel page, um, means that I get to spend more time, practicing my creative skills ah. because I have to make the posts on Photoshop, right? On a, on, on Photoshop an app that I'm not a hundred percent comfortable with. But I, I have to make something. I have to make something. You know, right. I look at I look at some of the posts and I think damn this wasn't a great post. And I look at some others and I'm like, that was a good post. But something has to go out. So yeah. that's how that's how my, my creativity is being challenged. I have to put something out, whether it's good or it's bad. Come, I have a certain time. Come, um, twelve o'clock, 12 1 in the afternoon. If I haven't posted, you know, I really need to get something out. So it kind of pushes me to be creative and to work to strict deadlines. So it's all I'm, more, I'm trying to use everything to kind of just also build my skills where possible because no one else can build them for me because I'm I'm a self-proclaimed um, self-employed person no one's gonna i don't have a manager to kind of teach to give me a training session i have to learn this stuff myself so
1: yeah exactly and then the other part you touched on about entrepreneur you know being an entrepreneur is that how important are deadlines to you
0: um they are they are very important because because a lot of the work i do are for other people the majority of my work is for other people united stand we've got deadlines bro we've got serious deadlines <laughs> yeah
1: serious serious <laughs> deadlines we have
0: you know the second a game is done within half an hour at least a video should be up one at least one that means the game is over we get to our position we've got the crowd around us i'm filming as soon as i'm done with that josh edits puts it up wow that, that's how it goes a machine. while josh has put one up i'm still filming i'm still I'm, I'm still fil- I'm, I'm on maybe the third or fourth fan camp that's how it works and then josh will come back after he's put the first one up and say can i have what you've got what you've done so maybe i've done two or three then he will go away for another half hour put those up and then by the time you've got five up i have then filmed another five (laughs) no that's how it works and so within half an hour of the game finishing half an hour is half can i even say okay i'll I'll say half an hour because usually it is a bit sooner it's about 20 minutes but half an hour after a game you've got something up something to watch so that's one major deadline there and then everything else you know all my clients they have their own deadlines they've got you know their own content that they need to put out a lot of it is social media based content so they've got to post they've got to do stuff and if it's in my hands i've got to get it out for them
1: absolutely i mean i feel like that's bread and butter for any entrepreneur is to have very hard deadlines because as miles is alluding to is going to push you to be even more creative. And it's probably going to squeeze a little, a little more uh, juice out of you to add that extra flair, that, that, that signature thumbprint, if you
0: will. Yeah, I think so. I think there's, there's a fine line between being creative and, um, and having your deadline. So I, I believe that you have to have a mixture of both. Mm. I, I feel like some people, want to just be creative and it's like oh don't but bo- don't you know don't bother me i need to create and you know if anyone you know gets in my way then oh i'm gonna faint and oh you know <laughs> you know fan me down fan me down because you know i'm the, i'm the artist type thing you know you see a lot of parodies of you know those kind of maybe like french artists who kind of just need all the space in the world to just create right right <laughs> by the same time you know you have deadlines and if you're working for people as a creative you need to kind of learn how to be creative but also get things done for someone's deadline um and i think a lot of the work i do requires both those skills being creative and and um yeah finishing things to people's deadlines
1: absolutely it almost feels like because i'm sure you've experienced the same thing at uni where you had a, a group project and everyone has their part so when whenever you have that hard deadline set by the professor, all you guys got to meet that deadline. So you all have to coordinate, add your skill sets together. And I, I feel like it's a great, you know, great way to, to practice teamwork in a setting like that.
0: Yeah. Big time, big time. Um, I think being, um, being punctual with your work, um, is a, is a, is a, is a skill in itself to learn. Um, being on time is a skill to learn in itself. Like, you Know just being on time, two things, two meetings is the skill in itself. You have to, you know, the maybe the, the previous night figure out what time your trains are the following morning. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot, a lot of the work I do, I combine driving and train because London oh, is just, yeah, London is just insane with like traffic and everything. So I'll drive part of the way, park up at a train station, but I know that I need to be at that train station 10 minutes before my train comes so that I can buy my ticket and make sure i catch that train so i've got to get to that station on time so what time does that mean i have to leave my house i have to leave my house at this time which means i have to wake up at this time which means i have to eat and shower at this time you know there's just so much you need to you know know, all of this is before you even get to the shoot exactly (laughs) you know and then you've got to take your bags you know i park my car take my two heavy bags out of the boot sit on the train maybe go over my notes for what i have to do or you know, look over uh, a video on what I've, uh, you know, maybe a shot I really wanted to do, but I'm not hundred percent sure about it. So I need to look on YouTube and remember how to do it or whatever, and then go to the shoot and impress the person you're working for and be like, yeah, I've got this great idea, let's do this. And then put all your energy into that while Maybe I don't know because maybe you forgot to eat that morning, and then you know you have to find your energy from somewhere. Yeah, you know, life isn't perfect. You're not going to tick all of those things. You're not going to. So, you know, some people might forget to have that shower, forget to eat, forget to wake up on time. You might wake up um, ten minutes before you have to leave the house. I've done that before, <laughs> multiple times, <laughs> multiple times. Right. No food. I had to pick up some awful food on the way. You know, so yeah, it's 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 just a mishmash of things that, you know, you have to try and get right. And if you can master that, then, you know, it's all it's all time management, then you can do things a lot, a lot easier and a lot better.
1: Absolutely. And it, it does remind me of, you essentially have to do things when you're unprepared, right? And then could you just for everyone else who's watching, could you explain, because not, not everyone knows, could you explain how heavy your equipment is and like how, how the logistics are of traveling with that?
0: Um, yeah, I have daily shoulder workouts because of my diet, <laughs> I to say that first and foremost, yeah. um, it's, it's very heavy. I've got tripods cameras. I usually carry two bags, um, my backpack will have my cameras in it because I, I, I can't just throw them in with all my tripods and stuff because they, they will break and whatever. Right. Um, those will carry, you know, but those will also carry things like my portable charger, which will last me for the day, you know, things like that, batteries, all this kind of stuff. Which oh, and my and my MacBook, my my um, my yeah, my MacBook as well will go in my bag because sometimes I need to edit while I'm there or edit on the train home. Yeah. So that'll be in my bag. That that pulls on my back and pulls on my shoulders a lot. And then I've got a massive duffel bag that then has my tripods. I say tripods. I've got two tripods and a monopod, the one, you know, the one stick one. And then I've got my lights in there, microphones. It's two two very, very heavy bags. And, you know, carrying them around London, you've got the main trains and you've got the underground tight spaces. Yeah. But then like like the traveling to manchester that's something that i'm now very very used to so it's good it works out
1: that's awesome and we actually have our first comment here from chloe and chloe asks what are some best practices for planning for the unexpected that's a wonderful question
0: yeah some of the best practices um um the unexpected leaves you unprepared so I'd say be prepared for the um, for stuff that you can't prepare for, which all, all that means is doing the best you can do to prepare yourself for a situation. So if I have a shoot the night before, all my bags are packed. Mm. Um, I'm not perfect. So some things will be a bit off and maybe I've had to use my Mac the night before. So I will, I will have forgotten to pack that the night before. There'll always be one thing I forgot to pack, but I will kind of put it in the following morning. But all the all the things i know i won't touch my trapords they, they stay in my bag my lights make sure my uh, batteries are charged the uh, the night before um and then before i go to sleep it's in the bag by my like in a certain part of my room and then i've got my clothes ready whatever i'm wearing i usually wear um like track suits on do you guys have a word for tracksuits in America? Is there a different word? Uh,
1: tracksuits, uh, track jumpsuits. Yeah. Tra- yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I usually wear tracksuits to my shoots because they're just comfortable. And I I don't need to look professional like that to film stuff. You know, I need to be as comfortable as possible. So I'll have my clothes ready. So as soon as I'm up and I brush my teeth and shower, on, do I need to do boom into my clothes? And then my bags are just there ready. One thing I'm bad at is, is eating in the morning. Hmm. Like even if I ha- even if I even if the food was prepared for me, like even if I prepared something like a sandwich to eat in the m- morning, I probably would just forget and leave the house. Like I just leave, I end up leaving. Not enough time for that, so that's my bad thing. But everything else, I'm able to prepare for as much as possible. Um, and you know, so m- maybe you wake up and then, you know, your that that train that last night it told you was available at 8:30 is now cancelled. You know so things like that you know you always wake up a couple of hours earlier and check that you know check that that train is still running because anything can happen the, the, the following morning you know? exactly um things like that anything you could control control it 100 percent. because if you don't even control the things you can um control then you're kind of asking for for trouble really um yeah anything else is out of your control i, I might wake up the next morning be ready to leave the house. It's happened a lot of times. In fact, I've left the house and been on a train a couple of times and they said, oh, sorry, I can't, I can't shoot today. What? Like, yeah.
1: Without any notice. Oh my gosh.
0: I've had that a lot of times. I've had, I've been on, on the train. It's always on the train. I'm on the train somewhere far. And they're like, oh, can we delay it by an hour? And that's where your professionalism comes in. It's like, yes, of course. And then you've got to, you you've got to take all the burden on yourself. That is, you know the unexpected you've got to take all that burden on yourself and be like yeah cool go and sit in the coffee shop even though you, you waking up at 7 a.m made you super tired you know <laughs> you're like damn I could have got that extra hour but okay cool setback now you know you you go and sit at home sorry you go and sit in the coffee shop and you know whatever that's that's the life of a freelancer you can't really um prepare for this kind of stuff but what I'll say is be prepared for anything and everything to be thrown at you because it will be.
1: Absolutely. And I love that message as we get a shout-out here from Mr. Flawless.
0: Flawless himself. Yeah, yes. right.
1: Shout-out to him.
0: <laughs> love Flawless, man. My guy.
1: And you, you brought up a great point about you just have to sometimes do something that makes you uncomfortable. So I know for me as a, also as a content creator, one of the things that I had to wrestle with, was being a perfectionist i had to completely throw that out and i'm not gonna lie I, i'm as a creative i'm very passionate about my vision but if it doesn't match the way i'm able to do it then i feel like i don't want to do it but i have to realize yeah. i'm not going to be an expert i'm not it's not going to be perfect the first time you have to build up to that so you have to yeah. get those levels as uh saeed would say right so it, it's levels out here
0: <laughs> yeah it is it's, <laughs> it's definitely levels out here big time exactly Exactly. Um, so yeah, no. Um it's it's um it's a it's a blessing to kind of be able to say that I'm self employed and do all of this stuff and to just keep working hard at it because you know, I've chosen this life. I can't I can't turn around tomorrow after five years of dedicating all of this time and say, Okay, now I'm gonna work a nine to five. Right. I've I put in, I've put in too much. I sacrificed too much, I have spent too much <laughs> to now turn around and be like yeah i'm gonna give this up it just, <laughs> it, just, it, it just can't happen
1: it's true so in terms of creativity usually that comes from inspiration so what are the type of yeah. things that inspires miles
0: um wow what inspires me i've not been asked that before um really I think, yeah, I think um, people do, people do big time. I think uh, uh, genuinely, genuinely creative people do. Um, I always say that I don't think I am a hundred percent the most creative person just because just, just from knowing me, I just feel like I have to work a bit harder at producing and creating good stuff. So I look at people who are naturally creative and just can think of an idea and run with it and produce it very well. And I'm not, I'm not too brave enough to not brave, sorry. I'm not too um, stubborn enough to not humble myself and kind of be like, bro, how did you do that? I need to, there's a lot of people who, who, you know, admire people, but there's something within them. There's a lot of pride that would make them not want to go to that person and be like, yo, how did you do that? I will absolute, even like, there's some people who kind of come to me and be like, yo, you know, you're doing all of this stuff, doing all of this stuff. But if you see my um, uh, like the people I, I holler at and be like, "Yo, how do you how did you do that? How did you do that?" and some of those people turn around and be like, "Yo, but you're doing all this great stuff," and it's like, "Yeah, but you're you're doing something that I also would like to be able to do. Like I am not the finished article. No one is. So it's kind of just knowing that okay, you might be good at something, but you can keep you can keep growing. You can keep grafting it, as, as, as flawless says. So absolutely that, um, being humble." And just going to some, even some people who maybe you feel like are a level below you. Maybe they don't do as exciting stuff as you do. They might still have something to offer that you need to humble yourself and be like, yo, how did you do that? Teach me. That's, that's, that's one thing I, I make sure I do because I'm, I'm not going to grow otherwise.
1: Absolutely. So just, you know, preemptively, I'm probably going to come to you in the future with the same type of question. because, And I've already, you know, jumped in Josh's DM, like, yo, where did you get that track for this for this video like little things like that and he hit me back so i i, I have to shout out him out again so i just appreciate you know yep. paying it forward
0: yeah exactly yeah no um it's the same with me like i've, I've hit up some people that i i never thought would respond to my dm flex being one of them a few years ago that's how i got into doing the um united stand i didn't know flex i didn't know josh i well i knew i knew of josh we had met a couple of times but i didn't know josh like that i messaged flex relentlessly i say relentlessly no relentlessly a good a good few times actually um was it 2018 like the winter of 2018 and i said bro i watch this channel every day and i and i and i do this stuff i film i was working for um another youtube channel that kind of did a lot of work like around arsenal and like with arsenal fan tv sometimes as well and i said bro i do this stuff i know josh loosely um like give me a shot, give me a shot. And he said, Okay, we'll um if we need you know, we are looking for someone, if we if we wanna go forward with it, then we'll 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 kinda give you a shout. And then I hit him up again just in case he forgot about me and he was like, you know what, we could use you. Jumped in, it was a great day and then they said we need we need an extra guy. Do you wanna do you wanna, do you wanna travel on the road with us? And I was like, Yeah, hundred percent. So
1: that's amazing. I mean, but it all comes down to taking action, right? Because I think Gary Vee says this literally every time he speaks, if you don't ask, no one can say yes.
0: Nobody can say yes. I've had to tell myself that a lot, a lot, bro. So much just shy, being shy, fear of being seeming too pushy. I had a lot. I had, um. I would kind of maybe ask one question and be like yo can i help out and then i'd immediately get this whoa, don't be pushy response and that kind of way set in my brain like oh maybe asking is not the right thing to do right dumb <laughs> <laughs> once i got, once i got over that you know it kind of changed everything and you know opportunities do open you know it might not it might not take you from here to like you know where you're trying to go exactly but it might open a door and it might make it might mean you're you're meeting more people so meeting flex immediately opened up more things to me it opened up meeting flex opened up manchester mm. i mean manchester the area because i had very rarely been to manchester but now all of a sudden i'm going there every week um it's kind of becoming a second home i'm becoming familiar with the with the roads and stuff this is a place that's five hours away from me you know um i'm also now meeting people in the industry i'm meeting um Man united officials every once in a while i'm meeting some of the legends every once in a while i'm meeting the people in in the hotel outside of the um, of the of the of the stadium hotel football
1: right
0: i'm you know that's how i met flawless you know you know flawless is a you know manchester based guy and you know all of the boys at pie radio um i've you know i go to the um to the bbc sport offices in 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 salford in in, in manchester and i'm now you know walking into a massive newsroom full of people and you know making my own contacts there it's like that wouldn't have happened if i didn't send someone a dm a couple of dms that wouldn't have happened if i didn't send those dms and you're telling me that you're going to sit at home wondering whether that person will be annoyed whether you message them or not you better go and message them you better go and message them right now because you don't know where you'll be in a year you don't know where you'll be
1: absolutely please do message them and at the end of the day i'm quite certain those are the type of people who are ambitious like yourself and they probably only want to work with the people who are go-getters and will at least message and do the dm at the minimum
0: i've got this i've got this kid right now and it's such a blessing to kind of have someone um see you in this light but i've got this kid i think he's 15 he lives in liverpool which is, again, five and a half hours away from me. It's, like, close to Manchester. Oh, yeah, Midlands. Yeah, and he watches the United Stand, watches the the channel, and he's like, bro, like, I love what you do, blah, 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 And I was just real with him. I was like, bro, I'm not the finished article. I'll be real with you. And he's like, nah, you no, know, you know, you're know, you this, you're that. And I was like, okay, cool. But because he's young, he wants to learn, and he hasn't, okay, maybe, yeah, he hasn't had the experience, and maybe he's still in school and whatever, but... You know his 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 hunger was made me like whoa because he's like you know if there's any opportunities you know to do stuff with you then i'd I'd love to come down to london and this and that and i was like first of all i was like wow taken aback but actually i was also like that kid is me at that age
1: Hmm. do
0: you know what i'm saying that that kid is how i felt and how i saw a lot of the people that i'm working with now like i would do anything to get in a room with you type thing and kind of learn from you and grow so I immediately respected that he's the first one I've had to do that. And I really respect it. And he's definitely someone I want to give an opportunity to if, if I can even give him that, you know what I mean? I don't, I don't think I have opportunities left, right and center to be given out to people, but if there is something that he is willing to come and jump in on, then that's something I'd like to do because someone like flex gave me, gave me a shot. Someone like a lot of the people who I work with now gave me a shot. So you have to give someone else a shot.
1: You have to. You have to, and it goes back to your original example of, let's say, the older generation is not always want to integrate the younger talent because you can always put them under your wing, and then you know they have the potential to, you know, get you know get even better, which is kind of what we want. We want more creative, innovative people in the world because the world is always going to benefit from that.
0: Yeah, exactly. No, you're 100 percent right. Um, Yeah, it's it's all about passing information down. It's all about not being threatened by people because there's always going to be people wanting to do what you do. There's always going to be people better than you, like I said before. And I think the main thing is not being threatened by people. Humbling yourself and being like, yo, you are sick. You do this thing better than I do. I want to learn everything that you know. There's nothing wrong with that. But a lot of pride, I think, a lot of pride does does affect people and stops people from getting to where they want to get to. But that pride will never stop me. It will never. I will DM you. I will DM you and be like, "Yo, teach me." I, I've li- I've literally said to people, "I will meet up with you in a cafe and please just teach me." I will pay for your coffee. Do this. Do that. And then you just teach me about this thing. That's that's how on it, you know, and how much I wanna wanna learn and and grow and succeed and be the best at what I do
1: absolutely and that's a wonderful mindset to have because if we go all the way back to renaissance times if we look like people like leonardo da vinci and whatnot he had to become an apprentice first before he was considered a maestro of course and if and if you're a maestro you're not going to want to teach anyone your craft what you live literally your life purpose if they're not passionate about starting from the bottom and growing like you did you don't want to pass that on to them
0: exactly man exactly i feel like you know there's there's just a certain humble spirit that you that you need to to be able to to win in this game and um a lot of people hide um their 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 t- not their talents but hide hide the the knowledge of their talents mm. because of fear of maybe the person that person overtaking them or taking their that maybe the, the food out of their mouth which i don't really believe can happen because there's work everywhere do you know what i mean so right i really do believe in in being on when not only asking for help, but also passing on knowledge down to, to people who, who want it, who really want it.
1: As, absolutely. And we all know that the youth and, you know, the children are the future. And out of, of my course. own curiosity, when did you realize you had an affinity for the visual arts?
0: Um, I knew I always wanted to do it when I, you know, before I went to university. Um, so it's what I started at university, basically broadcast journalism. And then when I was done and kind of trying to kind of get my, whole, my foot in journalism, I then thought, you know what? I'm really struggling to get in. So let me go and pick up a camera and just see what I can do with it. And I don't know why or where the idea came from. But I, I, I remember working working at Wembley Stadium, selling food. Um and that's the um England football team national stadium for anyone who doesn't know. Um just saving my money it was it was a terrible time because people just people just weren't nice. They just weren't nice there. It was a terrible time, it was a lot of hours and I just saved saved every penny and bought a cannon and then didn't know how to use the cannon. Didn't know how to use it at all, bro. <laughs> I didn't know how to use it at all. Um and started doing photo shoots with my friends. Them going badly, I'd do a photo shoot and every photo would come back blurry. Oh. It was just, it was, it was crazy. So I went from there to like, actually people kind of getting me to do like, like filming little events and stuff, little music events and stuff. Absolutely botching the content and trying to piece it together and be like, uh, sorry, but I've kind of ruined half of the video. Like, like, you know, I'm just making my own mistakes on the flight. Oh, uh, terrible stuff, bro. I've got, I've got stories that will humble anybody, anybody. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's why when I kind of, when people kind of say, Oh, you, you know, you're, you're so good at what you do. I just, it's very easy for me to humble myself because I think back of the times when uh, I've, I've, I've ruined footage. I I, you know my hard drives crashed and a day's footage was lost just so much so so much so does yeah that's 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 the longest show of it really
1: yeah I mean I can even confess there have been a a plenty of podcasts and video ones as well where I forgot to hit the record button on both the camera and the recording device. And I'm just like, Josh, what are you doing? Like, come on. (laughs) (laughs) What's the point to setting all this equipment up just to do that. So there's been plenty of times where you just have to do multiple takes, like got to got to take it on the chin, but we just have to do this one again.
0: Let's do it again. Exactly. Yeah. And then obviously, yeah, you build up your confidence. If you make a mistake, you make a mistake and that, like, you know, once you're confident in what you do, it's like, look, I made a mistake, but let's just redo it because I, I know what I can do. So yeah
1: absolutely and if you don't mind me asking do you have any projects that we should all look forward to mainly uh tomorrow on your ig
0: (laughs) yeah so um so i i've been shooting really really short videos just stuff a minute long this one is about a minute and a half long that i'm posting tomorrow and it's just ideas that come into my head that i think okay let me get it on camera and it's also just to kind of boost my portfolio so that again once we come out of this i have a whole array of things that I that I did and I shot um, whilst in lockdown, quarantine, whatever. So, I, yeah. So, for example, tomorrow I have a, a video going out on my Instagram, which is a, a thought-provoking piece. Mm. Um, how much do I want to say about it? It's called Hooked. It's called Hooked. Um, and I'll just kind of leave it for everyone to see. Um, and, yeah, I'm, I'm really proud of it, actually. I'm going to put the finishing pieces to it as soon as this is done but um it's it's pretty much done anyway and yeah just things like that i'm trying to put together visual pieces and things like that stuff that i can pitch to brands and things like that nice some of the big brands and just be like look i can i can put together creative stuff should you want to work together can things so yeah that's that's the aim for me
1: wow that's really dope and then you brought up the aspect of traveling a lot, so my question for you, and I feel like I asked you this on I, on IG, where is the first place you're gonna go after quarantine? let's
0: say uh, let's say globally to to work, someplace like that? Um, to work I've, I haven't actually done a work vacation yet mm-hmm. or like a work thing that has been overseas. I was so close to one and it fell through um so i don't actually know i don't actually know what i what i definitely would love to do more in the future is because we're well connected to europe i mean we're out of the eu now but you know so it won't be as easy to to travel into europe but what i would love to do is just you know i went to madrid last year not for a work holiday it was just by myself i just went to just enjoy and i would love to do more of those because those are like an hour flights imagine taking an hour flight and you're in in another country like america you you know you have to fly five hours to stay in the same country. <laughs> exactly <laughs> you know what i'm saying so you know you fly an hour this way you're in spain you fly an hour that way you're in holland you you know you've it's we've got so many countries around us so i want to be doing a lot more of that kind of weekends and just you know the the flights are quite cheap as well but they were anyway before before covid so yeah um but the next place I plan to go to is to Ghana, my my home country, Dope. which I have which I haven't been to since I was eleven years old. Wow. Yeah, I'm twenty six now, so that's a long time. It's a long time. So I was planning to go in October, October October, but that probably won't happen. The money I saved has had to be spent on bills and stuff because of the whole COVID stuff. So hopefully next year, that's that's definitely where I'll be going
1: that'd be pretty cool and i'm sure that there will there'll be a uh
0: let's say a docuseries of when you're there of course of course i mean i love i love africa there's so much stuff to be filmed taking like photos that need to be taken oh there's so much that needs to happen out there so much
1: absolutely i think that's one of the main parts i love about europe so you know me me anecdotally i definitely want to live there at some point in life probably in london or stockholm and just you know grow grow the network there as well and and be bi-continental have you you been to the uk i have i actually used to date someone there someone who uh was on britain's next top model and America's next top model so back when i was in in school in miami so I, i would uh go to london frequently and actually lived there one summer as well for a uh a college college course that was pretty cool too
0: interesting i like that yeah. i like that uh, that's good yeah you should come down more often for sure there's there's a lot of people here that can accommodate you and like show you around and yeah you, you've made a lot of friends around here so yeah definitely come back
1: absolutely and i actually have to shout out mr aaron united because aaron's one of the people i'm gonna con- collaborate with when i go to manchester Said as well hopefully Nordine dean and you know london obviously miles in person that that would be dope as well that'll as be dope, man T- terry from the football terrace. It's gonna be a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. There's a lot going on down here.
1: And then my question for you is how's everything with the high top low fade podcast?
0: <laughs> yeah, that's that's all good. Um that was um flawless flawless is I, I think you need to read what flawless is saying.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Having a laugh, huh? <laughs> <laughs>
0: but um yeah high top low fade is a um i wouldn't even call it a podcast but i think it should be a podcast anyway but that's another thing um it was a video series i did with my friend in my learning how to use cameras phase um um him and i went to university together and we were always like it was always me and him everyone knew about us two together like you know we were always kind of like the laugh of the party crack and joke Going to the clubs, going to the parties, and it was always me and me and my friend Gabriel. So, we came up with this idea to film a bunch of videos about more often about relationship topics. I think we did that in like 2016 or 20. I think it was 2016 or maybe 2015. We did a bunch of those. I, I had a high top at the time. And <laughs> he had, a low, he had a low, low fade. I had a really high high top. So we called it high top low fade. And then it stopped just because of, oh, G- uh, my friend Gabriel moved to Wales. Wow. Okay. Which, yeah, which is, I mean, it's the next country, but it's, it's you know, still like a three four, four hour or something like away, hours away. Um, so we stopped for a few years and then we just thought to bring it back when he moved back to London. Um, and we just brought it back and people have, have received it very well. We had a, a core group of a following that kept asking it to come back um it's not something we put pressure on because it's not even something that we care to make big really it's just we've got an instagram we've got 120 followers something like that and we just we just cater to the people that like to see the content um a lot of the stuff i do a lot of the projects i do personally i'm always pushing it pushing it trying to get people to see it and i just thought with this thing let's just make it chill i don't think i need to push everything because it takes a lot of energy mm-hmm just be organic and be natural. You know, if it's the music channel, then yeah, that needs to be pushed and my own videos need to be pushed. But this was just, it's just, it's just some fun that we do. Um, and with that freedom of not having to push it, people have really taken to it actually and, and shared it around. So, so yeah, no, that's that good. And it's, it's, it's a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, it's pretty dope. I love the videos that you guys put out. And it did remind me of I'm not sure if you saw the movie, The Social Network, kind of how they're, you know, oh, building. Oh, OK. Well, it's just in the in the film, uh, The they use a metaphor of having a party and not not having a let's say an end time because you don't want to be like, oh, the party's up until 12. We don't even yeah. know what the party is yet. It could be it could be a complete rager. But if you put a cap on it, it won't be able to grow into something massive. True,
0: true. That's very. Yeah, That's that's true. I need to see that film.
1: <laughs> it's a very inspiring film for me. I watch it at least one time a year cuz it it shows how Zuck, you know, created Facebook. So that that's pretty cool. And also for you and you and Gabriel are more than welcome if you know, we'll we'll align the schedules streaming-wise. So I have a Poetic Charm podcast that, that also talks about dating and I'm sure people would oh, love to hear That
0: would be great.
1: They would love to hear, you know, opinions outside of America. I think that would be incredibly healthy. Have a have a world-class conversation, I think that would be a
0: lot of fun. We've got some strong opinions, some very strong opinions and actually a lot of conflicting opinions as well. We, we've always, <laughs> we're always always heads on our opinions. So I think that would be that would be a great shout big time.
1: Absolutely. So again, Miles, thank you so much for making the time. I know you have to get back to work as do I, but thank you so much for joining us, flawless and Chloe in the comments and thank you once again.
0: Yeah, appreciate it now Thank you for having me on, man appreciate
1: it a lot absolutely and everyone stay safe and god bless